Welcome to the Beers and Bucks Podcast with your hosts, Mike and Tim. We just got to raise, raise one up to Toby. We kind of had to, right? The guy's a legend. The guy's a legend. Oh, oh I got gooseys there. I got gooseys. But and, when don't you? I mean, another Beers and Bucks, our 21st edition. It, it was only right to kind of give... Whoopsie. I did it this time. It's only right to give Toby his, his time. I mean, isn't that probably one of the greatest songs of all time? It is, and it was the... Uh, so outside of me being in third grade and going to a concert, uh, Ario Speedwagon, down when we were at Disney World, uh, that, it was the first concert I went to. Toby was? Toby wow. and Tr- Tracy Lawrence opened for him. And I didn't know who that was at the time. Like, paint me a Birmingham? Are you kidding me? Tracy Lawrence? Tracy Hello. Lawrence is a stud. I wish I would have like been actually like engaged. I just wanted Toby Keith. I mean... Right, what yeah. a, what a great way! What a what a nice little way to kick things off. I thought he was coming back. Like he did some, I, he did a few shows not that long ago, yeah. and I was like, if I get the opportunity to go see Toby Keith, I'm oh yeah, I'm in. Yep, I, yep. Sh- I wish I'd have flown to Vegas to. to do do one of his little sets. I guess I didn't. I knew he was fighting cancer, the goddamn thing. Yep, but I thought he was going to whoop its ass. But sometimes, sometimes the good die young. They say. Well, we're raising one up, yeah, to Toby. Everybody. Toby Keith, guy was a legend, and he was an advocate for a lot of things. So, somebody that spoke their mind, I appreciate that. So, twenty first edition, it's the uh, is spring here version because we're not really sure. It's felt like spring for the last month, and I'm sure March is gonna just. We are we are in that mode right now. We're went for a walk this evening outside at the state park, and I'm like. Typically, you can't do that in Wisconsin in February because it's, like, butt-ass cold and you have, like, four feet of snow. There was, like, minimal snow on the path. It was 45 degrees. And it's, like, I have this sneaking suspicion that we are going to get absolutely bitch-slapped by March. I hope not because my Ranger broke. This last little eight inches we got snapped something. So we're going to walk in all, <sighs> like, yeah, this is great. Nope. No, Mm-mm. that that's when Wisconsin winter comes and says, ha, ha, "I'm here." I I still think it's going to happen, um, but it's a what El Nino or La Nina every year is something Nino. different. Some it's some kind of like it's supposedly we're supposed to have a wet spring summer. We, we need the moisture. I up here. I would appreciate that, but I would also appreciate if we got a bunch of snow in the winter. We I would like it in the winter, not in March. Uh, I don't want it now. I'll take rain now. I don't want snow. Yeah. I just I wouldn't mind doing some shed hunting, some frost seeding. Don't need two feet of really wet snow for all my trees to fall down. No. Well, I'm pretty pumped up. I think there's still going to be, uh, we got, what, four or five inches earlier. What is that? Last was, week? Yeah, last Wednesday. week. Yeah. And uh, it's still on the ground. I think it's still going to be in the woods. But we're going to we're gonna sneak out to the proving grounds this weekend and get the uh, inaugural shed hunt underway but the, the issue is <laughs> i i just got another picture tonight of a buck cruising through with both sides on and i got a picture the other day with like six bucks in one picture and all of them were still holding their horns so what i think i'm gonna have to do is i'm gonna have to get out there chase them fr- friday night and i'm gonna have to get physical with well, them 
you know, get them to knock them things loose. He was selling them old wrestling J- Jake's yeah. coming. You know how Jake gets. He gets oh, yeah. sheddy. If there's no sheds, what, what, he could spiral out of control. We won't see him for weeks. All we can do to just contain Jake this time of year. Um, he's been contained for the day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that guy gets sheddy. I mean, he's one of the sheddiest guys I've ever seen. I don't know, though. Shane, Shane sent, oh, yeah. sent me some pictures today. I mean, got the – opportunity to go shed hunt lee and tiffany's mm-hmm. and they found an exorbitant 74 yes i think it was in two days um they've got crazy amount of land down there yes they have more like, than like seven thousand more than 60 acres to it's shed like hunt it's hunt. like seven thousand <laughs> acres down there i'm like yeah I'm like well so i text shane back and i so shane is one of the co-owners of north american uh shed hunting club I was like, well, we got a, a pretty uh, significant shed hunt going on up in Wisconsin this weekend. Probably top what you did down in Iowa. I would think. I think we should at least find three, four. That would be a record. It would be just <laughs> phenomenal. We found two once. Yeah. So a couple of slammers. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. It sounds like our video doesn't match our voices, but who knows? I don't know. It's Sam, we got Sam running the show tonight. Spencer's on the road. Jake's at home with the kids. Karshbaum is taking care of the kids. So we'll see. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's our no. Setup. Maybe I see. It's I up. I think it is. I think. You know. What do you think? It it's it was fine on my phone. Oh. Okay. Okay. Well, hey. I mean. I don't know. We're just gonna let let her rip. Keep her ripping. We're just gonna let her buck. We do have a couple of. Uh, Couple of things tonight. We have actually a uh, a surprise new product announcement. Hello. Whoops. Uh, and I think everyone's kind of started to see us uh, promoting the new uh, Shetty collection. But um, re- the reports are in. People that have bought Shetty collection gear are are finding a lot of sheds. And we apologize because we've been tr- having trouble keeping it in stock. So. We've got more of these coming. Those are nice. Anyway, yeah. Th- if anyone's bought like our the, this this one or the black sweatshirt, they're probably your favorite sweatshirt because they're super comfortable. This this one, and it pains me. It, it's probably more comfortable. It's the most comfortable sweatshirt I've ever worn. Honestly. Yeah. Um, it's a high quality premium expensive sweatshirt um it, it really it's more is. expensive than the other ones Absolutely. on our site because it costs us it more. costs way more um we don't we don't make money on our apparel we just try to get it to you because we like you finding sheds so this is kind of the official launch of the sheddy collection more to come but it's been really fun it was inspired by the guys not by tim and i so um it's been fun to kind of watch them take their idea and, and run with it so three hats it's a sweatshirt and i think there's any more to come so, well, and I had a pretty sweet T-shirt for a while there. There are some sweet tees. Um, we're working on those. We're working on those. It's pretty comfortable. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't know. I will say we've refined some of the products in the Shetty line to really be comfortable. The and nice thing about that T-shirt is it really hugged the steps. Small? Yeah, well, I I wear a schmedium. Schmedium. But um, yeah, yeah. You know, Mel always commented how nice I looked in it because I looked really buff. So something they're doing with those t-shirts. Well, I, I actually I've seen some commercials now, and it's not our shirts, but of shirts that like are supposed to make you look more buff. Yeah, 
the, I can't they, help but just laugh. Like they probably they, have like built-in shadows. They just like hug you more, or like what's the deal? Yeah. Huh. I'm gonna have to try to buy some of those shirts. I guess I'm gonna have to buy a Shetty shirt because my wife never tells me I look buff. She said. Yeah, shredded. Shredded. Shredded was the word she yep. used. Yep. Huh. If that's the case, I think we will sell out in <laughs> mere moments. But well, no, the Shetty line is. It's been awesome, and if you know the guys behind it, they're they're a little a little crazy. Jake, Jake do they hide is, beer guts? Jake, they do hide beer guts too. They, they help you they find do. sheds. They hide your beer guts. Your wife you is going to call hide you. A beer in it. Your wife is going to call you shredded. So yoked. I mean, yoked is another term that gets thrown around the shoots household quite frequently now. Oh God, Melissa's um, on now. And she's she's probably... li- yeah, she's going to call out all of his lies, but that's fine. Um, she said nice things, <laughs> but no, these are these are super cool. Um, and uh, the the sweatshirts are super awesome, and we'll we'll hopefully continue to to launch more. And um, but let's get a little let's get a little recap. I, you know, I missed the invite this year. Uh, I didn't get to go to Nashville. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Um, mostly because I have a ten week old. Um, tell me about the NWTF in uh, good old Nashville. So first and foremost, these will be available later this week. We sold out of most key sizes, so any of We've got a bunch of people that have asked about extra large, and they are coming um, to make those guns look extra large, which is great. So hopefully by the middle of the week, that's tomorrow, by the end of the week we'll have them. We'll let, we'll let you know because I know there's a waiting list on those. So, uh, But, yeah, we did our maiden voyage at the NWTF show this last weekend, and I was blown away. Uh, it, it was one of the coolest experiences ever because the people that were there – I, I consider myself a pretty diehard hunter, whole nother level, which was awesome. Um, just their passion for hunting. I mean, dad, mom, all four kids, the dog, were all wearing bottomland mossy oak camo. They had the, which I don't have one because I don't kill turkeys very often, but I'm going to build one someday. A necklace with spurs on it. Ooh. Like everyone was rocking their well, spur necklace. If we're going to do and that, we got to wake up. Well, I would have one. I would have one spur, or I guess two technically. Um, that's how much I turkey hunt. And when I turkey hunt with Tim, all I get is a hangover. So, yeah. Um, but Even when we had permission on like a super sweet farm. 10 a.m. But right out there. I set like yeah. six alarms and somehow we Just still have a home alone moment in the morning time. and wake up and yeah. then scramble out. And then, but we're like, we're kind of hungry. We should make some eggs. It's light out. Like, is it supposed yeah. to be light out? Maybe we should have yeah, a beer. Just nip, nip the old hair and the yeah. dog, you know. And then it's like one thirty, and we get out there. And boy, there's just no birds out here today at one thirty. <laughs> weird. It's weird. So our necklaces are lacking, um, but theirs were not. I mean, there were some people that had multiple necklaces. Um, but it was it was cool. The, the response was incredible. Um, it was amazing how many folks we talked to in Tennessee and Kentucky and Mississippi and Alabama that are rocking domain plots and going to be rocking a lot more of them. And it was just a, a really fun show. 75,000 people. That's insane. Uh, it was absolutely insane, which is so much fun. Um, what does the Iowa Deer Classic get? 15. Wisconsin gets 25, and that's the, the biggest one that we go to typically. So it's three times that. That's wild. Now, a much bigger space, obviously. Um, and it was cool because we launched some new products er- earlier this year, one being Dirty Bird, and it was our number one selling product at the NWTF show. And the way in which people are going to use it was so much fun. Um, Dove Fields, obviously... Uh, was one of the main reasons. There's a bunch of guys that are going to plant it and flood it like you would for ducks um, because of the, the millet in there and the sorghum. So that was a unique way to use it. And then obviously 
you know, to break up food plots. But that was our number one seller. It, it just passed Hot Chick, and typically Hot Chick in the spring it shows is our number one product. So it was fun to see the response for Dirty Bird. Um, I mean, obviously we launched it. We're excited about it, but it was cool to see the reaction of um, how people are going to use it in a variety of different ways. So awesome show. Um, next, I'm going next year because I want to go to Tootsie's. Yeah, I mean. Did you even make it to Tootsie's? We didn't go to Tootsie's, no. We went to a couple bars downtown. The first guy was screaming so loud that I wasn't a big fan. The next guy was really, really good. Um, but there were so many people down there. Yeah. Um, I mean, Nashville is busy anyways. Add another 75,000 rednecks like us down there, and you could barely move around. So, um, I've heard I've yeah. heard that like you got to get off strip totally in Nashville. Agree. Yeah. And I've not I've only been there is, I've only been there for work conferences where mm-hmm. I get like an afternoon the day we get there and I get to go down I bought some boots, you know, Ooh, have a few pops. Oh, yeah. You know, listen to some tunes, yep. but I've never been able to like go down and actually explore. So I think next year what probably has to happen is we got to bolt on a day. We gotta we gotta hook up with Ben Anderson down Ooh, there. Figure out old Benny, doing. old Benny Carl. I like he, that. He's gets uh, the VIP seats. He, the Benny, the Benny. Well, show. no, he's always down there. No, I, I don't. I, I, I want to go see him play. Yeah. When he's playing, but yeah. I want him to take us Ooh. fishing. Oh, fishing! He is a redneck of rednecks down love there. Love that. Like just loves it. Love that. Um, hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna right. I'm gonna work I'm on gonna that for next that. year. Unless Mel's pregnant again or something. I don't know. Stranger things have happened. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. I just, I love Nashville. <laughs> so do I. I mean, we, the show was 13 hours a day. And I mean, when you're talking to 25,000 people a day for 13 hours, I'll be honest, by nine o'clock, it is bedtime. Did you see the you're Seek One wrecked. guys down there? Yep. They were down there. Did you see them? I did see them. Yes. Huh. Yep. You didn't go to get an autograph for me? I don't typically do those things. Mm-hmm. Um, there was enough kids that, Deserved it more than I did, so it was fun to watch them get excited about their, their had that big drop time deer there. Oh. So um, I think they're really good dudes. So that was cool. I love um, their show. But yeah, we we met a lot of great people. Um, some exciting stuff kind of in the works with some of the folks we met. So it'll be it'll be fun. Um, and we're gonna be from here. We go on the on the circuit for a while. We go Iowa, Minnesota, Ohio, Wisconsin. So four weekends back-to-back, this weekend not, but then after that, every weekend for the next four. Um, we'll be at consumer shows, and we'll be down in Alabama in July and two shows in Texas in August. So she's going to be busy. But it's we're, wild. We're excited. I, Iowa's already the week after next. Iowa will be here in two like, weeks, yeah. I, I was actually really excited to try and make it down. Mel, Mel's watching, so maybe, Mel, we'd like, I'd like to go. Um, for I'll the be day. gone, but the A-team will be there. We can bring Colton. I know the, he needs to get exposed to it at an early age. I, I, I know he's, he'll be, he'll be what, 11 weeks? It's fine. Mm, it sounds like a really fun three-and-a-half-hour drive. It's fine. I'll, I'll put him on the, the front satchel thing. And, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, but no, Wisconsin, deer and turkey, I always look forward to as well. Oh, that's, um, a, that's a great weekend. Yeah. 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 So the PA show maybe next year. Um, we'll see. That is a, that's a 12 day marathon. We'll be doing the uh, open season expo in Columbus, Ohio, the weekend of the 17th. Uh, I want to say it's the weekend of the 20th of July. We'll be in Birmingham for the World Deer Expo. And then a couple of Texas trophy hunter shows down in Texas. So. Um, Who are we sending to Texas? Spencer. Spencer is on the show circuit. Riley's going to do one of them. Um, it's going to be fun. Yeah. Um, it should be pretty cool. A lot of new shows that we haven't done before. So I think it's a it, it's great to get out there and 
talked to people face to face who have used our products and um, help provide insight and solve problems and um just it's fun to get out there and just talk about deer hunting and food plots and kind of get away from the desk for a weekend yeah absolutely so, should be a fun little stretch we'll have the shetty stuff the shetty stuff and i mean if you get tim a few coors lights i bet you can get some deals on some shetty apparel at the wisconsin deer and turkey show so well um, we I mean, had it is we had we had a guy i can't remember his name come up that said that him and his buddies get together for every beers and bucks Ooh. and uh i gave him a beers and bucks t-shirt and i said See? wear this next time make your friends jealous so yeah i am prone to giving shit away Yep. If you can, if you can, there's a few angles you can work on, Timmy, and you'll probably you'll probably walk away with some free stuff. You bring just a splash of OJ, ooh, and you put it in with the beer, and you make a little beer mosa. See, that'll probably you get know. you a free hat too. Somebody brought me a little OJ in there. They're like, "Hey, yeah. I got you this orange juice." Yep. Like, it's, you're you're not oversaturating the beer. You're adding, I've never had a beer mosa. You're adding just a splash, just yeah. a titch. I like my OJ. And they hit. Big, and you're a big so, health guy, too, so vitamin C is good. Vitamin C, yeah. you know, all kinds of benefits from, from orange juice. Big health guy you know. And Coors Light, like, you know, I'm not sick. I haven't been sick all winter. There you go. You wait, till, wait till Colton goes to school. That'll be the true test. Yeah. Yeah. I should also give a quick shout-out to our local favorite. I'm drinking the Mullet Man today. Is it good? It is actually very good. It's I like, haven't tried it's a it. It's Wisconsin yet. lager. I mean, it's only four percent too. How can you not love a Wisconsin lager? And a, this can is just—it's it's what I used to look like before when I had hair. He's got a nice stash too. Ooh, people know. are already con- they're I chirping me about the stash. Yeah. I, I, I have some some meetings this week that you know I need to. <laughs> not. He's always got a meeting. There's I got to look presentable. Always got a meeting. Well, and we'll we'll uh, have a, a little bit of uh, excitement here come come April because we'll know if we well dad get, dad's got to get back from he down south all winter. I'm like I haven't seen him. Is that when you figure out the old? Uh, we got to apply for our elk tag uh, again in in Montana. Then we'll determine how much we're gonna raffle your uh, Kentucky tag off for. If I if I draw my elk tag, I will not be going to Whitetail Crossing. This and then what year. we're going to do is we're going to raffle off one spot and we're going to give it all to charity. That yeah. How fun would that be? That's that's really cool. We'll send and a kid on a hunt. Maybe we'll I, take a kid on a hunt, who knows. Yep. I hope you draw. Not I want to share camp with you, but it'd be really fun to I want to draw and go kill and elk think, out of it. They, they, this place that we're we're going to, where we booked it like four years ago, and like you hunt elk out of tree stands. They come into these big alfalfa fields, and that's my an last, interesting way to do it. My last elk that I and it, I don't like sitting in stand. That's part of the reason I like running and gunning and elk hunting. But mm-hmm. um, Dad and I are all excited about it. the The last elk I shot, it was such a drought out in Montana that all they were eating was sage, and the meat just was off it just it tasted funky yeah you, when you're cooking it, it it was weird so i'm hoping you know a nice alfalfa fed elk should provide it will taste uh, better some pretty decent uh pretty I lo- decent meat. i love the confidence you're already you're already focused on the taste of the meat so that's i'm gonna ten good. ring them if it comes yeah. in you know not like my last one my last one had a little bit of a kerfunkle hit him in the ass you ran out of arrows on that one. I'm admitting it now. I, it yeah. was not precise. My third arrow hit the 10 ring. Hey, that happens. But yeah. how lucky am I that I got to shoot three arrows at an elk? That's a great way to look at it. Yeah. Yeah. Blessed. That's well, what I am. That's a, You're blessed. The elk was not so blessed. <laughs> you were. 
All right. Well, let's let's talk should, a little bit about a new product. Yeah, should we, let's let's pop a few new products. We got a couple more to pop, and then we've got our wrap. We'll do one new product, then we'll do rapid fire, and then we'll do one more new product. I like it. Which one do you want to do first? Uh, the seed. Seed. All right, cool. So, as you know, we've got a wide variety of seeds on our website, and we're this one is not not our own per se, but it'll be available through us now, and that is a. Uh, it's all it's kind of all the rage right now and we we currently carry cave and rock switchgrass which we found to be really successful because it's very adaptable no matter where you plant it um especially in the northern two-thirds of the u.s grows you know three to five feet tall so it's great for bedding and transition areas deer can be comfortable in it but they can see in it um once it establishes it lasts forever and you've probably kind of all heard about the new craze this rc big rock so we're going to be selling it as well. We wanted to make sure that we were able to offer you different varieties based on what you were trying to accomplish. And RC Big Rock is a much taller variety of switchgrass. It grows from six to eight feet tall, so it's going to be several feet taller than Cave and Rock. So now you have your options, whether you're looking for bedding or concealment um, or completely blocking something off, you have your option. You don't have to pick one or you don't have to pick just the one we have. We now have options to both. We're going to sum up the same exact price um, so you can get what you want um, at an affordable cost to help build a habitat and create your own domain. Very tolerant to winter. Um, it's got great standability. I believe it should be live on our website right now if, if Riley um, if Riley got the old live button right. Um, but it's good to go. This plant's a half acre, and um, it's some pretty cool stuff. Is this still a lifetime? Yeah, I mean, switchgrass for the most part, last forever if you maintain it a little bit every three to four years you can mow it or burn it um the biggest challenge with it is it just takes some time to establish now rc grows faster than cave and rock it's going to grow faster and establish more um so it's a cool one and again it's just one more tool that you can use in areas where you want a perennial screen um in that first year you could blend it or mix it with some incognito so you have a quicker establishment of that and then over time incognito being an annual will kind of disappear and this will last for as long as you want it to um so in areas like incognito is still gonna be super effective where you want screens or you want to kind of change the position of it and get it in and out of your stand this is going to be something you want there forever (laughs) so um that's the beauty of it and obviously it's four times the cost of incognito but it's going to last a very very long time and just one more tool to add to your tool bucket so what a lot of guys what a lot of guys do for that that first year um and you know we've been putting incognito in and stuff and i i can't stress enough how bad our soil is at the at our property and we've had incognito come in really good and stuff like that but what a lot of times people do is they'll put their their switch in and then they'll put incognito kind of that first year. So you get that yep. satisfaction of, of that growth and that cover. Um, but yeah, it's easy to go, oh, it's not coming in. And then you till it up and it's like, no, no, no. Like be patient to, oh, like, yeah. to a couple of years and it, it'll it'll come in. Um, but, you know, just like anything, needs rain. And patience. And patience. You can, fr- <laughs> you can frost seed it. You can plant it really up until... May through May, I would say early June, and then flip the switch and then plant it in the fall. Those are kind of the two time frames. Um, I'm going to quick answer some of these questions here. It's a perennial, yes. I mean, it, it lasts for a lifetime. I think it's it's live on the website right now. You can check it out. I believe it's eighty nine ninety five for a uh, uh, half acre. 
Um, Brander, I will take your money. Just send it. I can give you my Venmo. Um, do, do, do. Well, let's give Brian mine. Sure, I'll okay. make sure it goes to the right spot. Um, we probably we will bring some of the Abu Deer Classic, um, Corey. Then you'll then you'll be able to pick it up right there. I'll make sure the guys toss it in the old rig. Cam's sitting here right now, and he'll he'll put in the old the old mental notebook there. So, but another tool, like I said, it, I still like Cave and Rock for the use cases that it fits. Um, like on Timmy's property, where you've got like cedars and transition bedding. Um, I prefer Cave and Rock in that scenario because a deer is comfortable and they can still see, but they can lay down and they're, they're bedded. Whereas this stuff, I mean, six, seven or eight foot tall, like a deer is not going to just meander through it per se. Um, you can frost seed at Tom Horn, just like your cave and rock. Um, it works great to frost seed. So granted, I, I say that with a grain of salt because you, the area needs to be ready for seed. You can't just broadcast it into a, a patch of lawn grass or, or something that's going to outcompete it. Because like Tim said earlier, it takes time. You have to be patient. It doesn't compete that well with other things like um, like rye grasses or something like that. Some people will mix oats in there and stuff like that to kind of help nurse it along. We mentioned incognito as an option. Um, so you definitely have some options there, uh, and frost seeding is one of them. So um, it can be a, a great addition. I'm, I'm sure we'll find it somewhere down on the proving grounds eventually. So, um, I, mean, I mean, not a fancy name like our other ones, but no, I mean, it's not know. ours, <laughs> it's just it's switchgrass, you know, it's just it's a it's a variety of switchgrass that is it has really good vertical standability, handles winter very well. Um, this is the smallest container bread we sell it in a half acre. Um, it's just it's too hard to have a million sizes, unfortunately. However, um, you could buy this and then steal that sucker back up and have more for next year to frost seed or, or what have you. So, um it works, works pretty good. One, one thing I do, I just to kind of transition off of the the new switchgrass, which Ooh, I'm yeah. juiced about, by the way. The uh, we're getting we're getting dangerously close to food plot highway season, mm-hmm. and we I you know we've we've been posting quite a bit about it um, the last few weeks and. I think it's important for people to realize the timing on when is the right time to get it in. One of the plans that I have for this weekend is where we have our food plot highway because the the snow is going to be melted up there is I'm going to go in and I'm going to clear all of that debris off of it, expecting that we're going to get more snow, Yep. but I'm going to put that time in to get that dirt exposed right now so that way when we come in and we frost seed it we're we're good to go because i didn't do it last year we ran out of time um the best time because a lot of people are are commenting and excited about the (laughs) idea of you know an old four-wheeler trail a logging road this and that in the woods you have to get it in before your canopy but you cannot go in if there's a bunch of debris on it so if you're in a situation like we are right now in central wisconsin what west central are we northwest central i don't even know where we are maybe Uh, maybe the northern tier we're like here yeah you know um but good time to clear it off um everything's going to be soft i should be able to get all that stuff cleared off of it so that way when we go in and we do frost seed we're we're good to go i i we might till the one up top um it's been a couple of years, 
but, it doesn't have to be hand tools. But I mean, you can use a tiller if you have one. You know, I, I think we can probably rake it. But the best time for you to see success with those food plot highways is early. Get it in. Let it get established before the leaves pop. Um, it, regardless if it, you think it gets 50% sun, it probably doesn't. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, it probably gets 20 30%. And especially when the underbrush starts to grow up and leaf out, then it blocks even more out. Um, but be thinking about that and get your strategy in place because it's been really successful for us. Um, it's commanded deer movement out of bedding areas, um, but the timing is everything for Absolutely. getting that done. Yep. Um, so we're also going to take a look at the other in-the-woods plot that we have on Dad's side that he's been all amped up about and probably going to break my new chainsaw. It's going to require a little bit of lumberjack. I think I might just go a little bit wild with my new steel chainsaw. I might come and watch. I, I probably wouldn't. <laughs> you know, unless you want to be there when the copper well, chopper comes yeah, in. That's, well, yeah, I mean. <laughs> no, we'll be all gay, but uh, I think um, that one's another one that we need to get in early. That will be cool. And the weather's going to be great this weekend. Yeah. I don't know how much longer this is going to last. Let's like get some of that done. And then I'll find probably 15, 16 sheds. Right. I still feel like winter's coming. Um, we've been having a lot of people asking us like, is it, can I frost seed? Is it too early to frost seed? Um, so I'm going to quick touch base on that for a second too. The seeds that we frost seed, our hot chick come back hit our perennials. You're not going to freeze them. So if you frost seed now and it gets cold, they're just going to sit there and wait. And that, that freeze thaw freeze thaw will set the seed and they're just going to wait to germinate till the soil temps rise but to timmy's point i'd prefer some of the preparation to go in in now um over the next few weeks get in there and prep it get the leaves and debris and things out of the way whether you're going to rake it or till it or whatever it is and then mid-march late march i mean when i look at the 40-day calendar mid to late march looks ideal 50s and 20s 50s and 30s. So that's my preference. And I want that last stretch because I'm a very impatient person. So I want the last stretch after I seed because I want to see quicker results. Um, And to Tim's point, we've talked so much about backwoods plots, tiny little kill plots, semi-shaded plots. And our focus is come back yet, hot chick, no BS. But those are only as good as your preparation and timing. Um, Even the most shade-tolerant plants require sunlight to germinate, grow, and be successful. So the real trick here, the real ticket, is what Timmy said. When you plant it, give that seed time to grow, germinate, and develop a strong root and stem so it can survive in the shade. When you see Tim's pictures on the four-wheeler trail, that's real life. Those were real. Because they planted it early, it allowed itself to germinate, grow, establish, and then it got shady and it could handle it. If you get these tall plants and they tip over, that's because it was too shaded when you planted it. We so, failed, we failed last year again 100%. with the dad's yep. plot where they get stemmy, they grow up. Big white and, stem. And you're like, like oh, that's not, not going to work yep. out. And uh, Dan, Daniel Johnson asked a question around, like, how does it tolerate ATV traffic? I mean, it, it's probably going to be a lot like if – you have a four-wheeler trail with, with grass where you have the, the dirt track where your tires are consistent. It, depending on how often you're going over it, 
you're probably gonna burn burn those plants out if you're consistently like every day you're going over them multiple times um but you know hot chick to me is really really tolerant to that type of stuff um but yeah i mean if it's a constant trail you might have that middle stretch which if as long as you keep that stretch going like you're still going to have good food in the center but yeah i mean if you're running over it every single day or multiple times like over and over um probably won't withstand where your tire tracks are but again down that middle stretch you should be just fine i mean a, a lot of like long roads on your property don't see a four-wheeler right i mean yeah see foot traffic maybe in the off season and then during deer season um, we don't we don't really utilize the actual logging road. We more or less hunt them. It's something um, that I've been so. considering with that the the back twenty that whole top of just like what would that look like? And yeah, it might be a little sketch where the tires are, but if you keep your tires on the same track every time, hmm? then we have an extended food plot highway. But you know, it's just a new food idea. for thought. New one idea more, I was noodling. One around. more task for for Jeff to take. Yeah, I don't exactly have a lot of time right now <laughs> outside of everything else we're trying to do. We got, I think, a thousand trees coming for our uh, big field here this uh, year. Lordy. This year we're going to sock those in. And that transformation, that took that took a lot of work. I think it takes about 10 years. But it took a lot of work to get to where you are. Dad excited about the big field. Yeah. You know, when we planted the first I think seed, the, it was like I don't five think the apple ago. falls far from the tree. Because we're trying to get you excited about a food plot transformation down in the lower field, and you've kind of, kind of, hey, I'll fight it. And you've then, kind of, you've and kind of dug I'll, in a little bit. I, I di- you got to dig the so. heels in, and then you embrace it. But it took us. Are you ready to embrace it yet? Not quite. Okay, but I'll get there. All right. You know, so the apple doesn't fall I mean, far from the tree. But you're talking six years of us pumping Jeff about the you're, big field. Oh. Well, six plus. In, years. in Jeff's defense. It's a lot of work. Yeah, he, he does most of the work. <laughs> and, and so. And a new tractor. <laughs> so uh, he had a, he had some, he had a reason. He was still working. Yeah. And uh, now he's a farmer. So farmer Jeff. All right, should we do a little uh, rapid fire? Let's do it. All right. So earlier today we dropped a question on there. We like to do a rapid fire round. Um, not a lot of controversial stuff today. So Timmy and I probably won't get tr- in trouble on TikTok this week, which is fine. Um, but we're going to answer some questions, and then Cam is going to randomly select in his cool little random thing over there two winners and then timmy will decide what those winners win then when we're done we'll launch one more product then you can get get home to your kids and we'll call it a night so rapid fire round best seed to plant in tall pines that's a tricky one i mean if there's no sun pines don't drop their needles but i've seen daniel's I think Daniel's got a nice little food plot in there that we've mentioned to Hot Chick and Comeback Kid and No BS. All those would be good ones. I think if, if that's the opening you're talking about. Well, uh, how much did you pay Luke? Give give in on that field, Tim. It'll pay dividends. See? He just wants to he wants to bring his tractor and participate. You bring your tractor and participate. We're He's going to use the bucket. They're talking ponds. To and move wa- your stand. They, Jake was talking about a waterfall. Like, <laughs> and like we don't need a waterfall accent. Like, how much is that? That those rocks going to cost? He's like, it's just like ten grand worth of rocks. I'm like, <sighs> right, geez. right, right, right. All right, here we go. Um, when are we going to see Jake and Spencer in front of the camera? On beers and bucks. I don't know. I mean, I, if, if I think we should have a vote. And we could have 
the Cam Karshbaum combo Ooh, versus Jake and Spence. Love it. And then Love they that. get they get a twenty minute segment on what an you- upcoming beers and bucks <sighs> where they got to pop in. Get in the hot like seat it. with everybody, like not with the whole we, crew in we here. We only got we got Sam and Cam in all here right, tonight. Normally right. there's eight nine knuckleheads in here staring at Mike and I when we're trying to do this. It's fair, but we're gonna bring in more. All right, we're gonna bring in probably fifteen people. Just the whole crew. Just yeah, maybe we do it live at A one again. All right. I kind of like our little spot here though. Maybe we'll just build. Some yeah, bleachers. but they won't. It'll make them uncomfortable. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, I like All it. you need for Especially Jake to be uncomfortable is a camera. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that'll be good. And I mean, even Spencey, he gets a little stage fright. Jake, Jake will be like that. Imp- uh, apparently, we, that kid <laughs> from the state fair. We haven't seen Cam and, and Karshbaum in front of the camera much. They might be just naturals. They got to come down for content weekend. We've done that a little bit. I mean, I Jake, think, the first time pansied out, we, uh, I had to do the recharge video. I think we had Cam in front of one. They said, hey, Cam, tell us something about Showstopper. And he goes... Showstopper. And that was it? <laughs> well, Jake's like, you want me to do what? I'm like, think Macho Man Randy Savage running out of the woods with a bag of recharge. One of the best videos ever. And he failed. We should yeah. post it this week again. Yeah. I recharge to, your heart. I had to jump in. You know, I had to show him what's up. Uh, all right. Um, what would you be doing for an occupation if this wasn't an option? I am not smart enough to do most things. So, um, bagging groceries maybe? I don't know. Um, should you do a soil test every year or will it stay roughly the same? That depends on the soil type. Actually, if you can, I'd recommend doing it every year. Cause wouldn't it just be nice to know? See, what do you think? Trying to get in here on these, some of these questions. Yeah. I can't read real good. Um, that was for you. How many sheds will Jake find this spring to me? Seven, seven. He's probably already found seven. Uh, um, what is your go-to deer and turkey plot? Hall pass, plant in the fall, hunted over in the spring is my favorite. For deer and turkey? Yeah. Turkey. Uh, Sorry. Mm, yeah. I don't know, man. Like I think overhaul. I think overhaul could be a really Probably juicy a, one. Yeah. But I, I also do think they, they're in the in hitting the chicory. Oh yeah. Love that. Love hot chick. Hot chick. Frost eating do's and don'ts. Do. <laughs> Um, don't frost seed onto a carpet of leaves. There, that's my, that's my don't. How about you? You got to do or don't? Yeah. Uh, clear, clear the debris. Yeah, that's it. And don't, I mean, and don't do it too early. Like you got a foot of snow, like you're just broadcasting over it. Like be patient, wait for the right time. I like that. And, and yeah, that's it. What are your tips for finding more sheds? I don't have any. I don't find many sheds. My problem with shed hunting is I'm looking at stand locations, and there's not. I haven't found a lot of hangers, so I'm not the best shed hunter. Um, I do like hunting food and trails from food. Too bad. I mean, when 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 go. we went down to homegrown and I went ham, my biggest tip is find a uh, last year big sexy plot. Yeah, you were pretty good. You found like 14 sheds in five minutes. Yeah, it's not a big deal. I mean, I had some help from Lemke, but it's not a big deal. Hey, Timmy, there's one right in front of you. Where? I don't see it. He's like, t- take he, three he, steps he kept ahead. going. He <laughs> 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 whistling me over. Oh, uh, so now oh, we now oh, we're shed dog. Why he found all the sheds. It's fine, I gave him money. Gosh. What do you recommend for a small plot with heavy brows? Perennials. Come back yet, hot chick, no BS. Quarter acre, he said? Yep. No BS. Um, new planting a bit wet. What would you plant? Hot chick. 
Yeah, diddle. Um, I'll break some of this stuff is I'll break down later. Um, the, the, the straight perennial clover seed or annual perennial clover mix for frost seeding. Um, we primarily have perennials in our stuff, so that's what we like to use. We, um, I mean, there are some annual clovers that will winter over, like uh, your balanza clovers. Technically, an annual, you're going to get two to three years out of the ones we use. Um, a burr seam is going to grow faster. Um, it's an annual that'll often overwinter too. So there's some options. Can you use clethodim on comeback kid and hot chick? Yes, you can. It will kill your grasses. Grass only killer. Uh, are you guys having as much fun as it looks? Always. Yeah. Always. Ear to ear, baby. I wanted some more controversial topics here. It's more fun when you say, like, crossbows or vertical bows or stands or saddles. Oh, that's fine. Um, do, 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 do. Does a mild winter mean bigger bucks? That's a That's a good one. I mean, I would have to think that this winter, that it, I'll speak to where we are in Wisconsin. There's way less stress on this deer herd this year, mm-hmm. and there is a lot of food because you even think about there's there's years in I I want to say last year was a year where we got like a bunch of rain and then it froze. And you created this like sheet of ice mm-hmm. over all of our brassica plots. That's not here. They get, they're going full ham on all those brassica plots yeah. right now. They're not frozen in right now. Mm-hmm. You know, they're normally digging in, and you see these big holes where they're having to exert energy to dig in, and now they don't have to do that. I mean, and I, they didn't just eat. Yep. I mean, it's a fact that when it comes to deer, survival is the number one goal. All of their nutrients, energy, minerals go to surviving first. And then after that, it goes towards a fawn and their development or antler growth and its development. So a mild winter that has more forage available and, and burns up less fat and is less stressful on the deer should, in theory, allow for bigger bucks next year. However, however... In my opinion, and from what I've learned from people far smarter than me, the winter isn't as important as the spring. Um, it's March and April when they've used up their fat reserves and they're ready for some green up and some proteins that if those are really nasty and bad, it doesn't matter if you have a really mild winter. Like we get a big snowfall. Yep. Yep. So from what I've been told, like deer are wired to survive and they can handle, you know, December, January, February, they're ready for it. They don't move much, whatever. Then in the spring, it's like, all right, time to pack on the protein. And then when it gets shitty, then that's worse than a hard winter. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, it makes sense. But I think it's even worse if you have that in like late, like the springtime when you had a really rough winter and it just continues on. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm getting pictures every night in the plots. They're just crushing predominantly the clover plots right now. Oh, they love the um, greens, baby. They're hammering them because they are so greener than you could uh, ever imagine. So, all right. There is one one other question I saw here. I a couple on here too. Oh, go ahead. I gotta find it. Um, white were, claws or wine coolers? Ooh, I'm gonna go white claws. See, I'm like, I don't. I'll get down with the wine. You like cooler. the wine cooler? Yeah. My I uncle. Think. My uncle used to drink wine coolers. You know, you give me four. Like this big badass guy with giant like construction hands, and he just loved 
Loved his wine cooler. So he kind of reminds... And I mean, what are you going to do? Give him shit? Like, no. He reminds <laughs> you of of me. Well, and, yeah, that's what I was trying to you say. You give me four, yeah. six wine coolers, I'll be good to yep. go. Yep, And I get so it. That's a solid night. I get it. I get it. Um, rocking chair in the cabin or a bag chair on the deck? So if you've ever been around me, um, my my legs never stop moving. I'm the, the foot tapper guy. So you give me a rocking chair all the time. I'm rocking that bad boy. You give Riley that stupid hammock thing that he brought and hung in the... He slept outside at the cabin in between the beams. He did. Weirdo. He did, he did do that. <laughs> Beer or whiskey? Beer. Yeah. At brown liquor, i can never been sicker. Can't do it. Um, plant oats as a nurse crop with hot sugar. Come back, kid. Yes, I, I like to do that. Oats are easy to get rid of. They act as a nice nurse crop. They germinate quickly. Um, they're the perfect nurse crop in the fall or the spring. Um, but that was another good one on here too. Where's your uh, the favorite skinny knife? See, I have a I have a buck knife. That's one of their smaller versions that I love. I I can't use the big huge. No, like I'm I got cut my arm off. So my dad and I were with in Colorado with Brandon hunting elk and. We bought Winkler knives from Oh, yeah, the Winkler. He's, he's like, you know, there's a special group of people in the special forces that are in the Winkler club. And I'm like, I probably am not in that crew, but, like, I'll stab <laughs> this. Like, I'll, I'll stab a tree, you know. But mm-hmm. that knife is very near and dear to me. That thing's awesome, and it's just You almost lost sharp. it, like, four times the last time we had I know. It was. A, I know. Was, was, well, I, so what happens when people are whistling at you in the woods and you're on a ghost farm? Ooh, now we got some good ones coming in here. Dirty Bird does need full sun. Yes, it does. Um, to the uh, euchre or cribbage? Cribbage. Cribbage. Hundred percent. Not even close. Fixed blade or folding knife? I prefer a fixed blade. For I some, like a fixed too. When I am gutting a deer, I just don't trust the folding mechanism on a knife. Um, I'm gonna. I'm, Timmy bought me a knife for my birthday once, um, and it was a folder. And the damn blade literally snapped off. Snapped off. Well, so, I just don't trust myself with them. I worked at I don't Sportsman's Warehouse back in the day, in, yeah. uh, right out of high school in the fishing department. And I worked in the gift bar where they sold knives, and I was flipping them open. Oh, God. You know, the auto-open ones. Took me all of five minutes. I cut my thumb open. <laughs> I got written up. I'm like, what am I getting written for being up a for? dumbass. Yeah, you shouldn't have been playing with the knives. Uh, so uh, I just go fixed blade uh, uh, ever since Yeah, that that's day. wise. You can't hurt yourself. Yeah. Easily. Safety first. Uh, yep. Euro mount or shoulder mount? I'm a shoulder mount guy. But if, I mean, if you're going to get a Euro, you got to go to Ergie's Euros. Er, a shout up, out up Ergie's Euros. there East Farmington there, bro. I'm a head mount guy too. Even the, the last buck I shot, it wasn't that big. I just, mm-hmm. I freaking love shoulder mounts. Yeah. As long as you got a place to put them. Inoculant dates on Comeback Kid. We inoculate all of our clovers. Um, the inoculant on there lasts far longer than the expiration date. If you've planted legumes in that spot too, they're going to fixate nitrogen anyways. Um, so, I mean, you can always re-inoculate anything you want to, but um, you don't even need to inoculate clover really, um, especially if you've had legumes there in the past. They're going to take care of that. But the inoculant helps clover fixate nitrogen. So. Why do you keep calling them legumes? Isn't it a legume? Legume, legume. Tomato, tomato. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Right. I um, favorite bow brand? Matthew's guy here. Matthew's. Yeah, I wear rubber boots hunting, but I do like my leather boots. I like leather for out west. I do too. My, I got my a pair of pronghorns. Mm. No. What? Pronghorns. Timmy. 
Danner. Danner, pronghorn boots. You're going to put your Danners up against my Canada trucks. I'm not going to put them up against them. I'm just saying that's what I have, you, and I love that You must walk boot. like one mile when you hunt then. Don't I, talk I mean, shit about Danner boots. I'm not talking shit about Danner boots. I'm just saying if you're going to walk and hike, there are better boots for that. Oh, my God. I'm just saying. I'm not um, mad. I'm, I'm ven- very disappointed. <laughs> venison heart or chops? Venison heart? I want the little tenderloins tucked back in there. I'll take them, bad boys. Thank you. Uh, a duck hunt or a deer hunt? I mean, just blazing through and not even let me answer. Sorry. Right. Do you want a venison heart? No, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Won't do it. All that for a... Not a big organ guy. Face mask or no face mask? Face paint. Oh, yeah. Have you ever seen Timmy's face paint? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a work, it's not a, it no. is a work of art. I go in the dark. Jake has to get his mirror out. Oh, you guys are... And Marcus, he's got his onesie on and he's getting the little mascara pen and just like it's hard to de- share deer camp with these guys i just coat the shit out of my face i most of the time i do it once i get in the sand you, the you have to hit the schnoz when you got a nose this big that's fair i cover never a lot the, of real i estate. never do the schnoz you got a pretty big honk i think that's too. the ticket timmy maybe i should but i feel like if my my nose lets off a lot of shine <laughs> so that's i fair. i put a lot of black on it all right all right we got some good ones here. we're gonna keep rolling for a minute um Rifle or muzzle loader? I've never shot a muzzle loader. I hate muzzle loaders. I mean, I I like the time in which muzzle loader hunting is. Typically, it's late season. I enjoy late season hunting. I just don't trust them. I I think. I mean, one of my favorite meteor shows is when he was in Michigan with the, like the flintlock mm. bike. Mm-hmm. I I want to get into it. We have a muzzle loader. The at original the flintlock. You want to get no, into? no. Like we've got. I, I'll say. start with like the basic bitch yeah. one. Um, I. Have never shot one, so oh, I got one. You can uh, shoot it. You know. All right, we'll keep going. Hang on her ladder. Hang on. I think it depends on the situation. Okay. Morning hunt or evening hunt? Evening. Not a morning human. Depends on the situation. This guy here. I mean, the rapid fire is like slow fire. Thumb release or wrist release? Wrist. Yeah, I I don't know how to shoot a thumb release. I'm an idiot. Well, when your hands are butt-ass cold, how the hell are you going to hold on to that thing? Single pin or multi-pin? Single. Single. All day. Hot hands or gloves? Hot hands. And gloves. And mittens. All the things. Anything else I can put on my hands. And Mike's warming vest that he uses that's battery-powered. I don't have one of those, but I've thought about it. Uh, I have thought about it. Pee in the bottle or right out of the stand? Let her fly. Let her buck. Out of the stand. Let freedom ring. Let it fly. See, everybody agrees. Um, shave your head or rock the thinning hair? Well, I, rock, I, I rock the thinning hair too long. Just shave it. Just so do yourself a favor. I'm rocking the thinning hair. Um, oh, he was talking about you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. He time knows to, he. <laughs> time to shave that bad boy. You know what that looks like on camera? Coneheads. <laughs> you know what I did this morning? I shaved it with a razor. Oh. Lathered it up with keels in the amazing. shower this morning. Uh, that's funny. No big deal. Um, Whistling Straits or Sand Valley? Tim doesn't know what either one of those are. Yes, I do. I'm a really good golfer. <laughs> Sand Valley all day long. Dude, I shot an 87 at Badlands that's last year. really good, actually. Yeah. Broke 90. How many muskies this year for Timmy? This year, how many am I going to catch? I'm going to say Timmy's going to catch one this year. I'm going to catch, well, is it me catching or is it in my boat? You catching. Four. Under. I'll take the under. Okay. I'm going to catch four. 
My biggest is going to be 48 and 3 sixteenths. Under. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you – I hope. But we're going to Minnetonka, aren't we? Fair. Fair. So, but that's not my boat. See, and that's like, still not – you're not going to catch four fish that day. I might. Um, I might. I've done weirder right. things. I hope you do. I hope you do. I, I t- I've always said I make fun of Timmy because I say you're the best muskie guy to ever. Everybody that fishes with him except for me catches a muskie, um, but not Timmy. Timmy, I still think we need to we need to auction that off. I like the I like this idea of auctioning things off and doing really good things with the money. We should do that. That's fun. Like I can I can sixty percent guarantee every time we catch a muskie. Should we take somebody on a muskie trip to Minnetonka or to White Bear Lake? No. Yeah. Get them all schnookered up. Get me to a lake where I know. Yeah, I hunted there once. We broke everything that we brought with us. Um, food plot, north, south, east, or west. Planted? Oh. You don't want the sun on it, but I like to hunt. I like to I like to plant it based on how I'm going to hunt it, Brian. What's your prevailing wind? A south? Plant it so you can hunt a south wind. Most of your spots have plenty of sunlight, so um, the sun rises in the east and it sets in the west. So if that helps. Uh, mustache or full beard? Ooh. If I could, I would. I like the goatee. I can't do this over here. It doesn't work. Um, I've been rubbing chicken manure on How it. many arrows in the stand? I'm I'm a three-arrow guy, but my new quiver from Matthews will have five arrows. If you witnessed my luck last year, I have a picture of me and a deer and one arrow remaining. Um, bring the arrows. I'm going to bring more arrows but now. I don't. But I think a more controversial thing is, because every time I go out west, the guys give me shit. Because I take my quiver off. We already have a $100 bid to fish muskies with Timmy. Let's go, Lukey. Where are we going to donate the money to? I don't know. We'll figure that out. Find a out. charity. All right. But do you, do you keep your quiver on or do you take your quiver off? I'm an off guy. So if I'm hunting elk, my quiver is on. If I'm hunting deer from a tree stand, my quiver is off. So when you practice that summer, do you keep your quiver on? No, because I shoot with it off. But if you're elk hunting, that shoot year, on. you shoot with it on. Yep. With all your arrows in there? Only three. <laughs> Do you have broadheads on? Are we going weight to weight here? I will shoot with broadheads, but I use 100 grain both. Good point. That's a net net. Net net. Yep. And I right. use the slick trick. They shoot exactly I, the I, same. My next elk hunt, I go where we're running and gunning because we're going to go Is on Is this one. the one that you set up for 2020? Oh, wait. I'm trying. I don't see any effort from you. I'm making phone calls. Okay. We're gonna run out of time here. We got one more product to, to launch. Oh, we, we really ran ran with it there, and it, we got some great charities here that we folds of honor, wounded warrior. Yep, yep. Okay, we'll look into that. We may have a few opportunities with Timmy not hunting in Kentucky potentially, but we got one more product to launch, and we always promise to be an hour, and we are gonna be tar- we're gonna be late here. So here comes our newest rendition of an old product. Old product, right? New look. And it's kind of cool. It comes in a two-gallon pail. So if you live in areas where you can only feel, feed two gallons at a time, it's perfect. Oh. So now we have the 20-pound recharge pail because why wouldn't you? Easy to carry. You can reuse it with pregame, bad habit, or recharge. Does this bucket reseal? It recharges your herd. But does it yeah, seal pop, back up yeah, when you pop that right oh, back yeah. on that bad boy? Suckers. So convenient. It was a long time coming, and we just didn't do it. So now we have it. It's live on our website. So now you can get more for less. That's the whole idea. That's kind of what Timmy and I are about. Get you more for less. Everything else is in a big gulp, so now recharge is in a big gulp. Right? It's nice. 
And I mean, maybe we're going to next beers and bucks. Maybe we'll do a live auction for fishing with Timmy. I like it. You know, and then the next beers and bucks will auction off his, his tag to Kentucky. We'll just turn this into charity. What the heck? Why you know, not? you know what I'd like to just, Hey, let's get the, uh, the wheels turning a little bit here. Let's get the, uh, like, let's get, let's get somebody to the proving grounds, a kid. Ooh. For a youth hunt. That'd be fun. In October? Yep. That'd be cool. They can go sit down in the muddy. A domain sponsored youth hunt? Yep. I'm all for that. How yep. do we how do we get people to apply? Yeah. We're gonna plant the seed. Let's hear some ideas. But how can um, we make some money for a good foundation or something to like make it all? Yeah, I mean, circle. we'll we'll cover we'll cover that, but like if they're from out of state or whatever, we could that could help cover their expense to get. So maybe we get here, yeah. but then the rest goes to something. Or maybe we maybe we find a way to like some poor kid battling cancer or something crazy. Like I don't know where you go to find that. Um, and then just pay for an all expenses paid three night stay at the cabin, and we'll cook them dinner and shoot some deer, and we'll just pay for it. Yeah, I, I think don't know. that would be really fun. It'd be fun. Let's let's think about it. We're gonna tap into our network of Mule awesome humans. We'll take a kid hunting, and hopefully, uh, <laughs> Jeff's chiming yeah, in. I see that. Yeah, I, I think that would be. Yeah, super how cool. do we how do we tap into a network to get us a person or a child? Sorry, who could really use a little make a wish? I. Well, what's a youth hunt? It's fourteen or fifteen in Wisconsin. I think we yeah, I think we do like fourteen and under or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, um, and maybe we reach out to make a wish. It sounds like. That might be the best. I I don't know if that how that works, but we'd have to probably have them out in the summer for a little uh well a little tutorial. A little pew pew. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. All right. I don't know. We gotta figure this out, but this this is us live brainstorming. I just threw this idea out. Probably shouldn't have done it. I think it's a brilliant idea. I'm excited idea. about it. And we got uh, a bunch of awesome humans who are willing to help us out. So um let's cool. do it. We'll make it happen. We'll have more information next time we chat. All right. Well let's that? let's just end there. Thanks all. We appreciate you. Cheers. And oh shoot, oh, we wait. did it again! Don't don't stop. <laughs> People are leaving. Don't leave. We've got giveaways. We tricked you. All right, Cam. What are we so giving away? We're, what are we giving away? How about we give away a recharge bucket and a shetty hat? Ooh, each winner gets a recharge bucket and a shetty hat. Ooh. Winner number one, Daniel's son. Daniel son, with the guy, the guy with the pine tree plot. It's a Daniel's, karate kid. Daniel's son. Uh, send us a Facebook message. You just won yourself a badass Shetty hat and a bucket of recharge. If you can't use it, I'm sure your friends can. And winner number two, uh, Kyle Casper. Kyle Casper and Daniel's son. Message us. You each want a recharge bucket, a Shetty hat. All this stuff is live on our website. So if you didn't win, we are sorry, but we can make it available to you. And anybody who has some contacts or information to Make a wish or any other foundations. Damon Parr already to. said he'd take a kid on his property too. Ooh, this could be really fun. Um, let's we're gonna put our heads together here and find out how we can help out a couple of young kids who could use it. So good idea, Timmy. I love it. Cheers, all. all. Right. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you in a few weeks. Thanks for listening to the Beers and Bucks podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. While you're at it, leave us a rating and review so others can find out about the show. <laughs>